I'm Robert P. Fitton, and this is a quick synopsis of The Awaited One, part of the Sojourn series. The remaining Mantari in the universe are on Earth, held captive by Sard's brother, Tark. When Sard learns this, it's just after his crowning achievement. So Sard is off on a high-speed chase to get to Earth. Meanwhile, back in the world of Tom Loftus, he and John are crossing the desert toward the Noma temples that exist in the city far away. The heat scorches them, but he resonates to Tabun Shah. He stares at the ground as he trudges forward. His skin stretched with blisters and open cake cuts. He loses his footing and crashes down into the sand. He awakens to a rectangular pool and a pale white slob with a huge bunshaf at the end. There's a mountain pool within the brown rocks in a city in the distant foliage where he hopes to find the Taban Shah, the lost civilization. He then learns that the planet is doomed unless he finds the mystical Abashah. He is not an Eska, and when he goes into Noma, they throw him out into the crowd. There are enclaves across the street. Colrain, the leader of the Ashens, is dying. Colrain, ask him, are you the Suri of Khan? He looks at the Bonshaft. Loftus doesn't know. Climb, climb the slopes to Mount Abashah, says Colrain. Sard reaches Earth and realizes that the humans will submit to what Tark gives them. Tark is the temptation. Humans now have simulated lives from birth to death. Too much mercy by Tark, according to Sard. It is March 31st, 2050. There's a white squared altar with red sconces. Everyone is resonating to Abun Shah, and all the doors will be open. Korain repeats the first millennium verse. We are called to Abashah. Korain moves away like a train from the station. Stars brighten and the smooth green pool with a white slab appears. The bunshaf, a tall bunshaf, is at the end. The clear cylinder that he held from his youth hangs from his neck. Warm, numbing feelings and higher and higher he goes above the reflection on the pool. Corain's voice resonates, but there is no Corain. Loftus realizes he only has half of the Boonshaf. The outer sheaf is in the Ascran. Sard prepares for the final battle, the greatest battle, as predicted by the Saber, and it's about to begin. Sard believes that this is revenge for what the Tabanshar originally did to the home Urkum, his home planet. Loftus is on a boat on the planetary ocean. You must be ready, Loftus, says Jasmere, the captain. Plan your attack against the Tolton Well and execute it quickly. As Loftus and John breach the palace, Loftus fears a Creod attacked, but he also fears confronting Kath. He demands to know why she didn't stop his pending death in the acid pit. The Tolton's loud voice resonates around the room. He's shorter than Loftus. Loftus turns and sees Kath with wrinkles and white hair. She has sunken pink cheeks and blames him for everything. The Tolton knows the Cruxel is critical, but he toys with Loftus. He sends Kath down to the acid pit in his palace and dangles her by a rope. If Kath lives, Loftus will not get the Cruxel, but if she dies, the other half of this Boonshaf will be his. And he shouts out, what is left when a man loses all his beliefs? He's a man with nothing left to lose. Loftus tries to figure a way out of this. 
he realizes she's not the person he once knew. Everyone must account for their own actions, even Loftus. The Tolton hangs Kath by her hand. The acid is eating away at the rope. Kath is dangling by a strand as Zach returns and starts firing arrows at the Tolton. But Kath breaks the rope and falls into the acid pit and is dead. Outside, the attack has begun from the sky. Loftus and Zach return to Jasmine's ship. Loftus does meet up with Sard when Sard brings his fleet through the passageway. And of course, Sard and Loftus will be engaged in a personal battle to destroy each other. Where Loftus ends up is considered heaven, nirvana, where he always should have been, and more. The theme of going after what is your destiny because of your own inner being is paramount here. Loftus realizes in the end he had to change, and by changing he learned how to trust and end up where he belonged. The Awaited One is available at Amazon and Kindle and paperback, and the audio version is at audible.com. I'm Robert P. Fitton, and this has been a quick synopsis of The Awaited One, part of the Sojourn series.